Welcome to Off the Ledger, presented by the MICPA, a conversation designed to help grow your leadership skills and take you further in the accounting profession. This is Off the Ledger, and I'm Joe Colosi. Today's guest is Victor Hicks. Victor is a managing principal at Lumen Financial, LLC. He currently serves on the MICPA's Corporate Finance Task Force, as well as our Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Task Force. Welcome, Victor. Good afternoon. Thank you. Great to have you here today, Victor. I did want to talk to you today. Our topic is going to be grabbing the brass ring. So uh, I guess our jump off question here in this new, more virtual environment or even hybrid environments is they're going to be going forward potentially. How do you make opportunities for growth when some of those more traditional paths aren't available right now? Well, I think that um, as you and I were preparing for this, uh, this podcast, we talked about uh, this uh, is more about how do the the newer or the younger people uh, tackle this this uh, this issue. Certainly, you know I think that uh, Joe, whether it's in person or whether it's virtual or or hybrid, uh, I think that the approach to grabbing the brass ring, as you say, uh, I think the approach is roughly the same. There's some things that uh, that are going to be constant no matter uh, where you physically are located. And, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. Sure. You know, so when you join a new team, you're trying to be an impact player, right? Right. But but you may not know how to do that, right? So I think that when, uh, when you join a new team, uh, you go through the process of trying to figure out uh, who's who and, and what's what. And, and keep in mind that if you're, if you're working for uh, an accounting firm, you're in the service business. And so our, our job is to serve whatever that looks like. It's to serve and it's to serve clients. So I mentioned this because you, you join a team and you're, you're trying to stand out as an impact player. That's, that's really um, a lot of work. That sure. the that the junior can do, I'll call them juniors and seniors. There's really a lot of work that the junior can do without having to waiting on the senior to give them to give them uh, access. Okay, I, I give an example. Sure. So you join a team, um, you understand understand the philosophy of that organization, understand what do they mean by service. Right. What's their service philosophy? Uh, you can you can certainly um, uh, dig into understanding as you know why do clients hire your firm as opposed to some other firm, and there you can kind of understand what the value proposition that your firm brings to the table. That can give you a pretty good sense as to what they mean by service. Because again, right. I'm coming I'm coming back to the idea that this business is about service. Right. The other thing, it's about the clients, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. At the end of the day. At the, at the end of the day, it's about the client. So I think that that junior person can also do do a little bit of a digging and investigation learning. What kind of clients hire the firm and specifically what kind of clients are being served by the particular team that they're on? Maybe they're assigned to the tax team or the, the audit team or the uh, the international team, whatever team that they're assigned to, they can get an understanding of who, what specific uh, clients uh, does their team serve 
and and understand what what those clients are looking for. Sure. So you've got the philosophy down. Let's say uh, you've you've learned that you've embedded it, and I feel like we've talked a little bit before about this, but this idea of philosophy can also fluctuate not just from company to company, but even within different teams at the same company. Correct. That is absolutely correct. I was I was gonna I was gonna point that out. Right. Yeah. So you come you come in as a junior. You can certainly try to measure the landscape as to what does the firm stand for and what their clients are looking for. But then you have to also size up what team are you on. So so the way I like to look at it is, is if you're trying to be an impact player, the best way to do that, in my view, is to provide great service to who's on your team. That service doesn't end just with the client. It's It's all around, right? Absolutely. I mean, if you're not the person in the meeting driving the delivery to the client, you can absolutely be a great support and a great service provider to your internal customers, as we learned in business school many, many eons ago. You can be a great service to the people on your team. You can be a great service to your manager, your seniors, or or whoever those folks are. And it's through your service that you get to be seen. You get to right. be seen. And any, any good team, I, I use sports analogies, but some people don't like when I do that because not everybody loves sports. But if, but if, if you're an impact player, people are going to know that, know that. They're going to notice that. Sure. And in, in the service business, they're always looking for great players to step up. For sure. Every, so uh, an, no, 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 please go. I was going to say every, every James Bond needs a, a cue, right? They need, like, <laughs> you can't, you can't necessarily, you can't do, do it at your own. So you'd be, be the, yeah. be the person they need yeah. Uh, yeah. and fill it, fill in those gaps. Yeah. And, and that's a quick way to get noticed. Is it yeah. right? Yeah. You know, so I've been, I've been in this business for over, over two decades now. And I've watched, uh, I've watched young people just kind of rise up through the ranks at various different organizations uh, and every single time they were able to demonstrate their value to their internal uh, teammates and folks that they served, they worked on tightening up their craft, honing their craft, okay, whatever whatever technical skill set that was. And it's interesting that good teams are always looking for uh, good impact players to step up because because guess what? The firm is always looking for people to step up. That, in fact, Joe, is why they were hired in the first place, because the organization needs to bring in more people so they can continue to do great work in the marketplace. And so, I mean, yeah, they they brought you on board probably because they, they need another person to make an impact in the firm. Yeah, no, I can't. I've never heard a, a company complain that they had too many dynamic, well-rounded employees. Sure. We talked a little bit before, and I wanted to kind of touch base with you if you had any, you know, personal experience with the matter. I know you had mentioned your son before, and, and I didn't know if you were willing to share some of that information, but uh, it was a great little story about, you know, a, a way this personally kind of affected you. Yeah, yeah. You know, as I was talking to my son, um, and I admitted to him that um, I actually saw some of the benefits of this, uh, the quarantine that we first went through. Um, in the first, the first three to five months of, of the lockdown. So remember the timing, right? It was March. Right. And so it was just, spring was just turning. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sitting in my office at home and I'm looking out the window and I'm seeing all my neighbors are walking up and down the street. <laughs> well, I, I never saw so many neighbors before, <laughs> but everybody shuttered in. They, they aren't even really going to the store unless they have to. And so everybody's learning how to like just walk up and down the street for exercise. Right. 
And I was sitting in my window for several days working, and I thought about how how helpful it was for me to be somewhat isolated so I could focus on the work I was doing for our clients. And then my son and I have a conversation, and it changed the way I thought about the whole thing. So he's a, he's a junior at his firm, and he was talking about how he was struggling from the quarantine. And so I, I'm asking him to explain that to me. And he's talking about how he doesn't have access to his managers or his supervisors that can help him develop and learn. And I'm thinking, wow, that's interesting. I was, I was thinking about myself selfishly on the fact that I'm in isolation. I don't have, I don't have as many interruptions. Right. While on the other hand, my son, he's, he's talking to me about, well, what's it like on, on his side? Right. Those interruptions are everything to him at that point. Right. Yeah. Well, he's, he's in some parts, he's the interrupter. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I'm saying having that opportunity to get in there and say, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so he's explaining to me that he, he understood very well why his manager was not available. His manager is shuttered at home. The, the wife is shuttered at home, working from home off in a different bedroom with a different uh, you know zoom meeting. And they have two kids in the house. So here is, so my son respects the fact that his manager has to juggle a whole lot of things because now business has come into his personal space, the manager's right. personal space. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for our, our, our younger people and our people who are hungry to learn, their best learning comes from those seasoned uh, veterans uh, uh, on the team. Right. So I, I think we can kind of say that communication almost becomes the biggest key to, uh, to keeping that line open and, and being able to do that, whether it's making yourself open from your perspective or maybe just having that ability to step in. I guess that kind of takes me to a question I have. Let's say you're a young professional. You feel there's a meeting, there's an event, there's something, let's say a meeting where you could be beneficial, but you've maybe not been included in it. Is there a way or what is a good way, if at all, to to get involved in that without any kind of negative perceptions creeping in? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so years ago, I had managers who who would say to me, say things to me in such a way that it kind of taught me how to ask questions. Okay. Right. So one of the things I learned how to ask over the years was, hey, so I see this meeting is coming up. Is there anything that I can help make sure that you have a great meeting? It always goes back to service, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not asking to be in the meeting. <laughs> right, right. But again, my mindset is I'm just going on the trust and the faith that if I'm an impact player and if I show up every day, someone's going to see that. Right. So so I just I Joe, I just I just keep serving. So I think my time is going to come, but I need to continually let people know that I'm here for them. I'm here for them. And then there are times I have to admit there are times when I might have asked my manager will I be needed in that meeting? I just, cause if I am, I want to prepare if I'm right. not, that's okay. But I'm, I just want to know if I'm going to be needed in that meeting to play, to play a small part. No, I think that works really well. That's a great suggestion because like the psychological on that is that why wouldn't you be there? Uh, and it yeah. kind of puts that into, into the, the manager as well of, Oh, should I have invited or should this person be there uh, without being too forward? I, I really like that one. You know, it's so interesting you use the word being forward because I think that is one of the challenges that our our our, uh, our, our younger people face. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, well, they don't have a lot of corporate experience. So how do they, how do they assert themselves without it being a negative experience? So I learned by being, as I became a manager in my later years, I learned what they talk about when the managers are in the room with the door closed, talking about the younger people. <laughs> right. You've got, so you've got, you've got perspective on both right, sides. Right. And so I, I've listened. So it's been interesting being in that room, them talking about Joe, well, you know, so-and-so's assertive. So-and-so always makes themselves available to me. So-and-so is always willing to do whatever I ask, regardless of how menial that it looks. And that's all in a positive context, right? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. So it's just interesting how your name gets brought up in the manager manager meeting. Right. Based on you just, you know, leaning forward, even if you're not sure exactly what to say, letting people know that you're there to support whatever it is that they're doing. And again, like any good team, uh, as their needs grow, they're looking for good people to add to add to their team. And eventually that means being actually in the meeting as well, even if it means to play a small part, because, you know, when younger people get started, they have to do a lot of technical work. Sure. And sometimes your seniors are looking for a technical person to come in and add some color to a conversation. And sometimes that's a way to, to, to get exposure as well. If you're just being sharp in your craft. Right. So it's just being at that table can be huge. You don't necessarily have to, to be leading it, but being, being, being in the room, like you even said, can really change perspective on things. Yeah. You can also ask, um, you can, you can ask, uh, if you don't have a role to play, you can ask, uh, would it be, would it be appropriate to sit in, to just listen and learn? Got a you. lot of a, a lot a lot of growth comes from listening and learning. No, yeah, no doubt. That's a, that's another great one. That's I'm going to probably take some of this advice myself. So I'm very excited <laughs> to hear some of this. This is this is some good stuff. We're getting close to the end here, and I just kind of wanted to touch bases on you. We kind of end every episode by asking uh, if you have any just kind of general advice for new CPAs. But more importantly, the big end question we like to ask is, what's something you wish you knew when you were just starting out? I wish that someone would have told me the importance of understanding the business that I'm in, the industry that I'm in, and the marketplace that I'm in. So when I so I'm in Southeast Michigan. Okay. Uh, I understand today how important it is to have a good uh, lay of the land for what's happening in my local market, and how my firm is doing in that marketplace relative to all of our our peers in the marketplace, as well as how am I developing personally? So much of what I spent doing in my younger years was focused on, if I can be honest, you know, me, 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 how can I develop? How can I grow? Right. Um, but I did not have an appreciation until much later in life. And I wish uh, younger people understood how much, how valuable it is and how much they can make a difference to their leadership team. If they're getting a sense of what's going on in the world around them, whether it's inside that firm or outside that firm, uh, because there's a lot to learn in just the nature of uh, the business itself. Right. You've, you, you, let's say it's accounting, you know, you know, you know, the ins and outs of accounting, but yeah, knowing what that firm does, where they do it, how they do it, that can be make or break as far as like we say, kind of moving up, grabbing that brass ring, it, it makes all the difference. You had mentioned before being at that table, this idea of you also have to be prepared you know, the last thing you want is to be in that room and have a blank look on your face because you don't know what's going on. Joe, I wish I would have taken more time in those early days of better understanding what the client does, what's on their website, 
mm. what's uh, what some of the news that they've made in the marketplace on what they're doing. Because, you know, what I love about the the accounting profession is that they play a vital role in helping these businesses get to the next level. Right. So it's, it's, it's in my interest to understand how the client is doing and what their business is about. Yeah, I think that, that makes or breaks it. That's the, I think that's probably our biggest takeaway today. That's going to be all for today's Off the Ledger. I'm Joe Colosi. Our guest today was Victor Hicks. Victor, thank you so much for being here today. It was a pleasure you having me on. 